Everything is changing so fast. I mean, back in my day, we were lucky if we could get one video to load. But now with the Xfinity 10G network, you can power a house full of devices at once with ultra-low lag. The future starts now. Restrictions apply. Actual speeds vary and not guaranteed. Welcome to the Total Car Score podcast, bringing you the world of cars from inside the car. And now your hosts, Carl Brower, Lauren Fix, and Javier Mota. Welcome back to another episode of the podcast with Carl and Lauren. And we haven't been able to see you in person, Carl. Where have you been hiding? Uh, I've been hiding in my office, you know, where I have to do all my where I have to do my, all my work, chained to the desk, as they say. Mm. Yeah, Lauren and I have had. Yeah, we see each we other had, every week. <laughs> yeah, we have had the opportunity for two consecutive weeks at least that we have seen each other. Once at Toyota for the what was it called HQ Confidentials, right? We still got confidential. some confidential stuff we can't release. And uh, this week for Mercedes-Benz S-Class. But uh, on this episode, we're going to talk about our business. We're like the three jurors for the North American Car, Truck, and Utility Vehicle of the Year. And they just released the list of candidates for 2022. So, Lauren, you were saying before we hit recording that some of the companies that are listed here might not be in business by the time <laughs> we announce the winners. So, Lord's should we go? could that be one of them? Yeah. <laughs> so, Carl, should we start by naming the ones that one win, like like for sure? Uh, yeah, I think we have some. If you want to use the process of elimination, we can make this list exactly. a pretty sh lot shorter fairly quickly here. Yes, we can. Yeah. Well, some so of the, the car list does have some vehicles that we have seen prototypes. So yeah. that that's not too bad. So that's it's a shorter list this year, I think, which is interesting because people think, oh, no one's buying cars, but they are. They are buying sedans and there are some really good products out there. There are, but uh, I think I was kind of disappointed when I saw the list this morning because there's nothing like really standing out. Like, I don't know. What about you think, Carl? But uh, I mean, there's uh, one, two, three, six, seven, like 10 cars or 12 cars, but like nothing really stands out. What do you think? I agree. There's no Corvette or Bronco, which we've had the past couple of years coming up. You well, know, the Blackwing. The Blackwing is pretty hot, though. Yeah. If, once we get to drive it, and we know that the G70 is going to be good. We know Honda's like probably counting all their eggs in one basket, going, "We got this one." But then Volkswagen's probably thinking the same thing. Yeah. So. Well, in the Bronco, you're right. The Ford Bronco is on the SUV list, but in the car list, in the car list, there's no. Corvette or uh, what won the year before the Corvette? It was something else that was pretty important. Oh, also. Elantra last year. Was it the Hyundai? Yeah, yeah. You know, there's, I don't know. It's it's going to be interesting to see. I mean, the BRZ and the GR86 are, you know, the same car. The same car. You know, the Maserati MC20 appeals to about, you know, 1% of the people. audience out there. Right. You know, but the Honda Civic, Civic is a pretty started, important car. Yeah. So, so is the G70. The G70 is actually the G70. So there, yeah. there are some good vehicles. I mean, and of course, the Cadillac Blackwing is going to be the most fun car on the list. And if you want luxury, the Mercedes S-Class would be the most fun, most most luxurious and high tech. Yeah. So we'll yeah. see. Um, what I, You know what freaks me out this year is that there are almost more trucks than there are cars. Look at that. Yeah. There's That's a one, first two, time. Three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. There's, there's 12 cars and there's eight trucks. 
one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Yeah, there's eight trucks on the list. So I don't think we've ever seen that many trucks in a single year. But you know, you've I got can't the, think of that. Yeah, yeah. yeah the Raptor true, but... is is cool, but the, I think the Maverick's a big deal. The uh, Hummer EV is a big deal. The Santa Cruz is a big deal. The Frontier is an important vehicle. R R one T from Rivian is obviously okay, but, huge. Uh, why don't we go first with the list for car of the year and then like, we analyze a little bit more in depth the uh, trucks. So for example, Audi A3, I mean, it's a good really car because I mean, Audi has been doing amazing stuff with, especially the interior design of the technology. But is that a winner? What do you think? I like the virtual no. cockpit. I think Audi's virtual, their inter interface and Mercedes are the two best in the business. So if you're really talking about it from a technology standpoint, because pretty much what cars have become, uh, I, I do like the Audi A3. I think it's a really reasonably priced car and has a good shot at it, as does the other vehicles. Yeah. Carl, what do you think about the Cadillac CT5B uh, Blackwing? Well, you know, it's a it's a specialized, specific version of the, of the CT5. Um, I think Cadillac has been making really great sedans for a while. Unfortunately, nobody cared. And a lot of the ones that I liked a lot, like the CTS and the ATS are gone now. Um, I know. So I honestly haven't been blown away by uh, the CT5. I'll just be honest with you on multiple levels. So uh, uh, we'll see what I think of this one. But in this, in this uh, grouping, you know, when you look at some of the other cars that are on this list, I just don't see something as specific and niche as a CT5 CT5 V Blackwing having a chance. Not to mention the name's a little uh, hard to say too. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's a tongue twister. <laughs> so G Genesis G70, I mean, we already know that. They won um, two years ago, right? With the, what was it? The G80? The, the 90? No, I thought it was a 70. So we can't even keep an, uh, up on all the different vehicles because there's so many we... coming out. Exactly. But anyway, I mean, Genesis is doing a great job. Honda Civic Sedan, I think it should be a candidate. It's a very appealing. And that's one of the things uh, that we as jurors have to take into consideration, that this is a car that is going to really benefit the customers. And I think Honda, no doubt, makes a great car, great value, great technology. So I think early favorite, I think, will be that one. Hey, if I had to guess the final three, and I'm sure Carl has his opinion, I'm going to say, if I had to guess the final three out of this list right now, I'm going to say Honda Civic. I bet money on that. Um, Volkswagen Golf. And well, that's a tough one. Because I, I, I know the other jurors, uh, and I know how they tend to lean more American and reasonably priced. It's either going to be a G70 or probably the G70. I mean, the Mercedes-Benz S-Class should win, in my opinion, based on the technology, the engineering, the design, and everything else that we experienced this week, Lauren. But mm -hmm. I mean, the, the base price, the, the the base model starts like over $100,000. So like, great car. I know, but, but like, the other very... jurors won't vote for it because they, they think that the vehicle has to be reasonable, reasonably priced. And so that's what I think is a, a huge factor. I think we all know it's going to be the Karma GS6. Let's just be honest. Here. It's going to just destroy it. <laughs> I was going to ask you that. What are the chances of the Karma? <laughs> you know what? It's a great car. It just, you know, it is what it is. You know, I mean, the, the problem is, as we all know, is that it has to be accessible to the masses. And a lot of these, like, 
lucid air, you're looking at a hundred thousand dollar car. That's not accessible. Well, no, the base to the, the base model starts like at seventy nine, so same as the base model of the Porsche Taycan. But still, it's out of the reach of most of the consumers. I guess. And I don't see, um, yeah, it's not just the price. It's how many consumers would run out, buy an electric car, and and be able to use it daily. I know we all want to think the electric car is going to be here tomorrow. But the truth is there's people who live in cold climates. There's people who live in Montana where there's like, I think, a total of five charging stations of any kind, including Tesla. You know, I mean, there's just mm-hmm. not a lot of support for electric vehicles for wide swaths of this country. So beyond the price, it's the reality or the realist, the realism of having an EV as your primary car. And for a lot of people, it's not realistic yet. Yeah, well, I we'll see if that actually comes because the biggest problem we're having, as everyone is aware, is it's not available across the country. So if somebody in the middle of the country buys buys one and they don't have a charging station at their home because they live in an apartment or a condo, there's no place to really charge. And that that's right. going to be a big limitation. And besides, it's more expensive for insurance, more expensive for your car payment, and you have to charge. At that point, you must as well keep the vehicle you have. Yeah, exactly. Right. So to round out the auto of the year category, I think I'm going to give my three and maybe you can do the same, uh, Carl and Lauren. I think it's going to be the Honda Civic, the Genesis, and the Golf. I think those are the more viable cars for most of people. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I would agree too. I just, you can't argue with the combo of good, good vehicles and widely available, reasonably priced. Very, very interesting. So... When we come back, we're going to talk about the other two categories and like really loaded truck category this year for the first time ever, maybe, because we used to have like three candidates, so we didn't even have to vote for them for semifinalists or finalists because they were already in because of just three models. But now we have, how many you said, Carl? Eight? Eight. Eight vehicles. Okay. We'll be back with that. Special episode of the Total Car Score podcast with Carl Brower and Lauren Fix. And we're talking about the candidates for the North American Car, Truck, and Utility Vehicle of the Year. So, Carl, uh, why don't you go by the list of the eight candidates for Truck of the Year? Very interesting. I think it might be the first time ever that uh, maybe uh, an electric one can win. Um, I mean, there's... Uh, certainly some interesting electric vehicles in this category, three of the eight being uh, electric, and then one of them being hybrid, which is still pretty unique also in an open bed vehicle. Uh, but I would still put, um, in the in this category, I think the Ford Maverick is going to be one of the final three, undeniably. I think oh, yeah. probably the Nissan Frontier will be one of them, and probably either the Santa Cruz or the Tundra. So if I had to pick three, I'd say Maverick, Frontier, and Tundra. Wow. But Tesla Cybertruck is not in your list? It's not even going to be done. Let's be honest. He's been lying about getting having it available for so long. We're sick of seeing it. Actually, I saw a tweet post this morning about saying, so like, I bet no Nacto Juro will drive the Tesla Cybertruck this year. And I replied like, drive it like what about seeing it in person <laughs> how about touch it yeah, yeah exactly. how about actually yeah actually get an opportunity so it, it's interesting when you say that you know the f-150 raptor um that's a cool truck of course when when the raptor r comes out which is supposed to be 
the end of the year, but maybe it'll be 2022 with the chip shortage. So I don't know. If I had to pick, I would say the Maverick for sure, the Hyundai Santa Cruz, and the Toyota Tundra, because we have seen the sneak peek of it. That's all we can tell you. And I'm telling you what we saw was super impressive. I will have I to agree, so. but I will have to add the frontier in the in, in the mix, at least for the third post there, because I mean like what we've seen it in the exhibit exhibits of the Nissan Next, it's a really cool looking truck, and I think it's gonna get some votes at least. I don't see any other the electric ones winning, but I, I get I I agree. Maverick, Santa Cruz, Frontier, and Tundra. We have to pick three out of those four. Okay. I think, uh, that, Carol, I, think I agree. Yeah, or Carol, Lauren, uh, let's go in order. You, Lauren, first. You were saying that Rivian might not be in business by the time we announce oh, the winner. Oh, not Rivian. Oh, Rivian will be there. They have so much money invested, it's crazy. Oh, okay. Rivian. It's a different car, a different car, uh, car company of the many electric car companies who had some, we'll say, dishonesty about Lordstown as a new event. They had uh, oh, made yeah, a promise. Yeah, yeah. They had all these orders. So first, the CEO and the CFO, the chief financial officer, stepped down over the weekend. And Monday, they're back on with a new guy. Oh, yeah, everything's great. We got all these orders in-house. Well, someone leaked. They have no orders secured. So now the SEC's involved, and we'll see if they're in business. Now, Rivian's a different story. Uh, they purchased a plant. They are working on it. They have money from multiple sources, millions and millions of dollars. So I think we will see something out of Rivian. I think they're going to have some few hurdles and mass production from my experience. But but overall, I think we will see a Rivian product. Yeah. Uh, Carl, is Rivian the one that has the, the deal with Amazon? Amazon and Ford and Cox uh, Automotive. Yeah, all oh, three oh. of them. They got they got uh, three quarters of a million from I think Amazon, half a million. Sorry, three quarters of a billion, seven hundred and fifty million dollars from Amazon, five hundred million dollars from Ford, and two hundred and fifty million dollars from Cox Automotive. Yeah, I think they're doing okay. So they've got they some get money. cash. Yeah, that 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 speaks a lot. So let's go to the basically the most important and most popular and relevant category in the automotive industry. The SUVs, utility vehicles, or crossovers. So there are a lot of cars, uh, good cars here, but also a lot of electric ones. So, Lauren, do you see anything that talks to you like as a favorite? Well, you know, there's a lot of great choices. I think the Ford Bronco had us a lot of hype, and Ford's going to push very hard. So I think we'll see Ford Bronco. We have not driven the Genesis GV70 yet. It's coming. I think that it's got some serious legs. Um, the Jeep Grand Cherokee and then the Grand Wagoneer, I was talking to an uh, an executive at Jeep, and he's like, we are really, really torn because we want both to win, and we know that cannot happen. So I'm curious if they're going to pick one and pull the other or what their plan is. Uh, and look at this, is a great list. The Kia Carnival, I think it's an awesome vehicle. I have not driven the Lexus NX, although it looks much better. Um, going through the list of Pathfinder, I will be driving soon. You've already driven it. The Corolla Cross, maybe. No, you might be surprised. Maybe the Volkswagen ID4. I'm not. I'm. I'm not the biggest fan, but you know what? It's a production car, and and that and the jury seems to like to have one electric car winner. It seems like everyone kind of puts their eggs in one basket. Yeah, I need one world car of the year. The, the Volkswagen uh, ID4. So it, 
I don't know. That's yeah, going to happen. Can't tr- you can't trust the jurors on that thing. I mean, <laughs> you, mean <laughs> you mean Javier and I? Well, we're neither a jury. So we, once we get you on, it'll be different, right? <laughs> so, yeah. uh, Carl, what, what, what do you see in this list that uh, do you think are the favorites? I mean, uh, Bronco is going to be one of the final three, and I think it'll have a real shot at the whole thing. If you go beyond Bronco, I agree with Lauren. I think the GV70, both design and uh, execution-wise, is really well done. When I saw it recently, I mean, I don't think anyone's driven it yet, but when I saw it, I was highly impressed. I was in the Grand Cherokee L last week, and my story went live yesterday, uh, last night. Uh, very well executed, and the thing is mm-hmm. you know, relatively large. It's got a very roomy three-row interior. It it should not be doing what they had us doing with it on a on a cheap uh, yeah, in, in, yeah constructed off road course. I was like, okay, we're going to break something here, and it didn't because it's a Jeep, and it's like, wow. Once again, Jeep makes something that's doing things it doesn't have any uh, right to be doing given its size and luxury. So I was really impressed with it. It's too bad minivans don't you know have nearly enough uh, pull in this world anymore because I'm still fans of the art of them and I think the carnival's really well done but I think it's got zero chance despite that mm-hmm. um so I'm thinking Bronco uh Hyundai or sorry Genesis GV70 and probably yeah probably Grand Wagoneer uh or Grand Cherokee one of those Jeeps yeah I agree so you- you don't you don't give any hope to the Hyundai Ionic Five. I thought it was like an amazing looking it's car, really the technology, cool the price, and everything. Uh, I would say that if I drive it and it if it if it drives as well and is executed as well on a functionality level as it is on a design level, because I think it's beautiful, uh, then I would probably replace one of the one one of my other choices with that, like maybe the GV70, because I think the Ionic 5 is a beautiful car. I just love that exterior design. And Hyundai, I mean, they make my favorite EV right now that I've actually driven, which is the Kona. I think the Kona, Kona EV yeah. is the best EV out there right now. So yeah, for the price for sure. For so the price, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. I, I don't know if it's like a cardinal scene to say it, but I think that Ionic 5 looks like the Lamborghini Urus. <laughs> it's really cool oh, looking. I love the Urus. Don't say that. <laughs> but it does, I think. I mean, all the lines on the side, all the panel doors and all that is like really cool looking. Especially really the one cool. that I had here in Miami with uh, made gray color. It's like a really cool looking car. Yeah. Yeah, it's beautiful. So I agree with you. I think... The Bronco is going to win. I mean, no matter what, because so it's too. just the legend, the, the car coming back. The car is amazing. I mean, the sport was already amazing. And I going back a little bit to the your comments on the Grand Cherokee, uh, Carl, when uh, we had an embargo, we couldn't say how it drove, but it's a Jeep. We knew how it <laughs> drove, right? Yeah. It will go through all those crazy things like... Uh, recreation of, of the um called the Rubicon the trail, trail the Rubicon yeah. trail they they recreated that in in Michigan and it's exactly the same and the the, the car goes through anything and it's like a luxurious three row SUV that it's amazing but i don't think honestly against the bronco will have any chance i mean the yeah. bronco is a sentimental a choice for most of the people so i think it's going to the bronco is going to win and maybe in the Final list of three, my the Ionic 5 will be there and maybe 
the ID4. I don't know. But it's, hard to I, tell. Bro- it's hard to tell. Because last year I thought for sure Hyundai wasn't going to win and they, they killed it. So you never can tell. You cannot tell. And, and that's the whole thing about Noctoy is they have such an unusual way to vote. It, you have to follow the voting procedures and you never know. Who, you cannot guess who's going to win. Yeah. So just to remind the audience, the Hyundai Elantra, the Ford F-150 and the Ford Mustard Mark E won last year. So we'll see what the results are next uh, year. We're going to go through all the test drives. And I guess we hope to see you each other, all of us together, before the um, uh, the drive in uh, Michigan in October. In October. So <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> I hope soon that, sooner than that. Yes, that definitely. Good. Carl, are you, where are you going? Where are your plans for the next few weeks? Bronco in Austin next week. Woohoo. Oh, so, we'll be yeah. there. Yeah. yeah but we're going to be on different waves, so we won't see each other then. So oh, we'll, that's right, we'll keep you're at aiming. Your week. We'll keep yeah. aiming for that magic moment when we'll be the three of us together. That will yeah. be that'll be unusual, but we'll make it happen. We'll have to plan that. Yeah. Well, thank you for for your time, your opinions, and again, we'll see what happens with these uh, awards, and hopefully, we'll see you in person, the three of us together. Sounds great. Look forward to it. Yeah. Take care, everyone. Hope to see you all okay, soon. Thank you, Carl. We'll talk to you next week. See you week. soon. Thank you. Thank you for listening. For more, check us out online at totalcarscore.com. <laughs>